This is gonna be my daily drive or commute to uh, whatever errand I'm currently doing podcast. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for listening to VAU. Uh, you know what it stands for. If you don't, then uh, it's Virginia United, uh, which means you probably have better things going on in your life and uh, you know you just don't really feel like listening to some random person chat. That aside, let's uh, get today's segment going. Uh, it's gonna be a short one since I am only driving probably about 18 minutes, but that's okay. I wanna talk about Jimmy Kimmel today and Biden and his appearance on the show because I think there is some importance to that. Um, not because Biden was on the show specifically, but I think there's some importance to what's going on with mainstream media, um, specifically liberal leftists that are completely just they have their blinders on to the Republican or the conservative uh, value system or movement. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, as we all know, is uh, blatantly and clearly a uh, rampant liberal. Um, He definitely has his blinders on or has had his blinders on for quite some time. But what we've seen over the past year and a half, two years, um, with everything that's happened, you know, specifically when COVID started and the politicization of COVID, um, and then we saw this environment that social media and mainstream media was creating for us to live in this very divisive, divided country in which there was, you know, narratives and rhetoric that kept on being spewed out to us publicly that only furthered our division. And then we see this old fart who's a non sentient being come in and say that he's going to unify us only to create more division, you know, by saying things like, oh, you're going to have a winter full of death and, you know, uh, decay. Actually, it was more like a death and despair, but whatever. Um, basically, the country's worse off than where it started. And I think what's happened, a lot of these liberals that had their blinders on, um, I'll start out with Bill Maher, first and foremost, four years ago, if I remember correctly now, uh, uh, Dennis Prager came on and started talking about this transgender movement, and he basically got laughed off the show. You know, Bill Maher was like, "I don't even, I don't even know what you're talking about. What, what are you talking about? You're not making any sense here." And uh, and in reality, Dennis Prager actually knew and saw what was coming, what was going on, while Bill Maher and the rest of apparently his audience had absolutely zero clue as to what was going on. And, you know, again, he was pretty much laughed off the show and disregarded like he was just some, you know, person who had no idea what he was talking about whatsoever. And so we saw that, you know, this was kind of a a trending thing among liberals where things were going on within our, our country, within the world, and they were not paying attention. They were none the wiser to anything that was going on. Um, basically because they just, they just hated any kind of conservative movement, ideology, whatever it may be. They wanted nothing to do with it at all. Um, so that was first and foremost, something that, uh, I think, you know, started to kind of set a precedent for the liberal mindset was the, the inability to see what actually was going on because they had these blinders on to conservative, uh, conservatism, um, for the most part. So Bill Maher was the first to kind of notice some of these things. Uh, actually, you know what? Maybe it wasn't even Bill Maher. Maybe it was actually John Stewart. John Stewart actually started 
you know, publicly commenting and, and, and making, you know, some remarks here and there based on the vaccines, the mandates, the efficacy of masks, um, you know, when more data started coming out. And he started to kind of piece together once Joe Rogan specifically was attacked by CNN for taking ivermectin, of which, if any of you don't know, it won a Nobel Prize in 2015 for usage in humans. So this is something that has been widely distributed and used for years and years and years. But Joe Rogan took ivermectin when he got uh, COVID as well as monoclonal antibodies and some other supplements. Um, and... Uh, the media just decided to completely just tear him apart, blast him. They basically made him a pariah, said that he was conservative, he was conspiracy theorist, they wanted to shut him down, they wanted to take him off of you know, Spotify and deplatform him, demonetize him. The whole nine yards left just like just radically just came after this guy, okay? And I think John Stewart picked up on that. Uh, Bill Maher picked up on it. Uh, millions of people picked up on it. Um, but I think what happened was, you know, John Stewart was like, okay, well, let, let's 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 use critical thinking here instead of me just completely being blindsided all the time and disregarding everything that's going on. I'm going to see what actually is going on. So let me do a little bit of digging. And you know, he did some digging, and guess what? He found out that something wasn't quite right. Bill Maher, same scenario. Bill Maher had a clip literally acknowledging the transgender movement and then even going as far to say that this is not something that is genetically changing within us as far as from a biological standpoint of view, but it's regional. So if it's regional, then, then, then that begs to ask the question, is this something that's being promulgated by a specific class of people or party, all right? And so now he's been slightly ostracized because he's questioned this narrative. Um, you know, these are people that had, you know, individuals on their shows that were supporting and advocating for BLM and, you know, just so many radical left idea I ideologies that, you know, completely went against any kind of logic. And now here they are coming and, and going to the side. Well, this plays into what I originally talked about at the beginning of this segment was Jimmy Kimmel. And he is by far one of the most radicalized left mainstream media influencers out there that has a, a late night show. I think he wanted confirmation for himself to understand and to know what the rest of America already knows. He finally said, you know what? I'm going to take my blinders off. I want to see what's going on here. I want to know why America is not happy. I want to know why the, the polls are showing the lowest ratings ever for this president, lower than Trump. I want to see what's really happening here. And I think, I think for a moment... He just wanted to find out for himself. So he had Biden on. And you know what? Guess what? He found out. I think he found out really quick because literally within a minute of talking, he was like, oh, let's go to commercial. <laughs> Biden just rambled and just completely, you could tell the entire conversation was awkward and forced. Jimmy Kimmel was just like, oh, yeah, let me let me try to make a joke. Let me let me try to think this is funny. Make it funny. Make the situation funny. Because I think he knew in that moment, I think he knew that he played a stupid game. And because he played a stupid game, he won a stupid prize. I think that's what it all boils down to. I think he finally got the confirmation that he needed. And now he realizes that if you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. 
And I think a lot of Americans are finally realizing that as well. It's, it has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, I don't know, we have a non-sentient being within the White House, but everything else around that that actually is happening in correlation due to this president being in office. You've, you've seen nothing but one thing after another. It's like it's just somebody pushed a, a domino and literally the domino effect is, has literally just, you know, been going in, in full circle here. And now we see the dominoes just continually falling and falling. And what we're seeing now is a negative GDP. Another month of that, or excuse me, another quarter of that, we're going to see full on recession. We're seeing inflation. We're seeing gas prices continually rising, literally 40 cents within a day last week here in Virginia. We're, we're sitting at $5 a gallon, guaranteed six by July. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm recorrecting or I'm re- redacting what I said earlier. <clears throat> uh, from a prior segment when I said gas is probably going to be six by the end of summer. I think it's going to be six now by July. Um, we are seeing more division that we've ever seen in this country. Divisive rhetoric being spewed. We're seeing censorship left and right. We're seeing giant media conglomerates, <clears throat> conglomerates, excuse me, that are trying to suppress free speech or advocating for suppression of free speech. We are seeing politicians trying to ban our second amendment rights trying to completely ban it you know they they talk about little things here and there oh yeah let's just change the age from uh, 18 to 21 to where you can buy an assault rifle you know not thinking that these 18 year olds can still go into the military and serve our military and still have an assault rifle fully automatic rifle or fully automatic uh guns um and access even more than that and die for our country, but because of what? Because their maturity is different. So if you're 18 and you enter the military, I guess you're more mature. <clears throat> maybe that's maybe that's the, the the concept here. But what they're saying in reality here is that 18 year olds aren't responsible enough to make a decision to buy a gun and be responsible and actually be responsible for that gun and make responsible decisions. Yet. In the same breath, in the same politicians that are saying this and thinking this and advocating this, they say a 12-year-old can choose what sex they are. Now, you think about that for a moment. Just, just, just think about that for a second. You're not old enough to, to own a gun at 18 years old. Technically, you're an adult at 18 by law. So 21, we're going to push it back because we, we feel like you're going to be a little bit more mentally capable to better comprehend and to, to, to better understand the responsibility that you're taking on as a gun owner. But if you're 12, you can make the decision to change your sex. 12 years old. Are you absolutely freaking kidding me right now? This is the mindset of the leftist, radicalized, ideological, liberal perspective. That is literally what it is. That is a Democrat in a whole that is a leftist Democrat radicalized again this is insanity there is no critical thinking going on there is no common sense going on matthew mcconaughey the other day showed his true colors by uh speaking publicly about this uh this uh you know ban uh or potential want to ban assault weapons or at least raise the age limit on assault weapon purchases um here's the thing any weapon can be an assault weapon you can take a knife and it can be an assault weapon if you stab 15 to 20 or 
not even five people. It's an assault weapon. If you try to assault one person, it doesn't matter if it's a freaking butter knife. It is now an assault weapon, first and foremost. Secondly, again, going back to this 18 to 21 push makes zero sense when you can say that an 18-year-old's not responsible enough to make a choice to own a gun, but a 12-year-old can make the choice to change the sex that they are. Okay, Mac McConaughey, you, you weren't you weren't thinking there, clearly. I don't know if it was your wife who pushed you towards this uh, ideology, uh, or if you're just a liberal, like the rest of these you know, Hollywood liberals who literally don't use critical thinking at all. Common sense here says, if you're old enough to join the military and die for your country, then you should be old enough to buy a gun. Now, if that's not the case, then raise the, the, the age limit to enter the military at 21 as well. But they won't do that. Of course they won't do that. So here's the problem. You have this ideology where one thing goes, but the other doesn't, even if it makes absolutely zero sense because it doesn't support a specific narrative that the left is constantly promulgating. Okay? That's the first problem. The second problem is, is that we have a double-down mindset in which if you're wrong, you're going to double down and you're going to continue to be wrong and you're just going to double down on that and make sure that you just dig in. You dig your heels in, even if you know you're wrong, because the left, and, and it's not just the left. Don't get me. I don't want to generalize completely to the, to, to Democrats. This is this is a problem with with all politicians. Pride, and pride cometh before fall. These politicians are so proud that they are not willing to admit. They are not willing to be self accountable in their decisions, in their choices, in their ideologies to admit when they are wrong and make mistakes and want to change. Instead, they dig their heels in and they double down. Even if it's a bad idea, even if it's a, it's a crap decision, they double down and we're seeing that time and time again and now we're seeing the country suffer because of it. So this falls on us as the people. We the people have the power. We the people created the government. We have the power. So it's up to us to be accountable and make sure we do our due diligence before we vote these idiots in. And, and a lot of them are. They are just complete idiots on both sides of the spectrum politically. We need to do our due diligence and research the core values of these people. Look at the voting records of these people. Look at what they've done. We have to start vetting better. Okay? That's the first and foremost thing. And that starts all the way down to the local level. All right? Start locally. Start vetting these people. Start getting active and making sure you are accountable for yourself. And then you hold our local or your local level officials accountable as well. And then you work from there out. That is the best thing to do. That is how we solve this problem. It is just that simple. Okay? But of course, there's millions of Americans out there that aren't going to want to do that because they don't care. 
you, they, they look at a ballot, they see a D and they see an R and they vote for whatever they feel like that's what they're going to vote for or whatever they've been taught to vote for, whatever it may be. So why not just take the DNR off of the ballots? Why not just have a name and that's it? Then you're going to second guess a little bit more. And if you're second guessing a little bit more, maybe, just maybe, you're going to have a little bit more accountability for who you're voting for. But until then, we have a president, again, non-sentient person. It's like watching, it's literally watching uh, Weekend at, uh, at Bernie's. It's literally like watching Weekend at Bernie's. You have this puppet that people are kind of just shoving around. He's not really alive. He's just moving around, but, but he looks alive enough, you know. And so people are just that blind that they literally are going to think that everything's okay when it's really not. So that's pretty much it for today. Um, happy week. Uh, try to stay safe out there. Save on gas if you can, carpool. Um, yeah, we're looking at six gal- $6 a gallon coming soon, in Virginia anyway. For the rest of America, it's uh, already at that price in some areas. Um, you have the opportunity to buy an EV if you want to, if you can afford to. Uh, but uh, for the rest of America, I say uh, it's time to hunker down and uh, hang tight, stay safe, make some smart choices and decisions, and uh, talk to you on the next time.